The Gophers beat the Buckeyes and their tournament hopes roll on. But it calls the question, did Jamison Battle make the wrong choice? Hey, you are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. However it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. What's up, y'all? You are listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And the Gophers are coming off a big time win against Ohio State in a face that we knew so well in Jamison Battle. So today we're going to talk about here after that victory, what happened in the game? What did we like that we saw? And did Jamison Battle make the wrong choice by transferring? And then finally, we're going to talk about what it takes for the Gophers to get to the tournament. Their hopes are still alive, but it's going to be a tough path. We're diving into all of that today. And I also love to see your thoughts, especially on these live shows. So feel free to jump in the comments. Let me know what you thought about this win, about Jamison Battle transferring. Did it feel a little bit better, a little bit sweeter that he was on the other end of this after the stare down when we lost at Ohio State? I love your thoughts and comments comments below but let's jump into this game the Gophers win 88 to 79 and Minnesota walks away with a big 10 win much needed and it keeps those tournament hopes and dreams alive now Minnesota came out hot they led 8-0 immediately and that's when you knew it was just like ooh, yeah they're coming with a little extra swagger a little extra spice for this game the the barn was fired up and these guys were ready to go and eventually the Gophers were up 22 to 9 now, after that, it got a little murky at one point. The Ohio State starts to storm back. And, of course, it was on the shoulders of Jamison Battle. And at, at the halftime, Minnesota was up by eight points, the same as them uh, opening the game 8-0 and also closing the end of the first half with an 8-0 run. So those two spurts to open and close that first half were huge for the Gophers. Now, one thing that maybe we should have expected heading into this game was Jamison Battle was going to play with an extra chip on his shoulder. That was something he always did with the Gophers whenever he felt slighted or whenever... Uh, he was playing a high-quality opponent. It seemed like he always came with a little bit of extra sauce. Now, that was the Jameson battle that we knew and we loved, but now he is playing against us at home here in Minnesota, his old home, and he had 13 points at the half, finished with 21 points and five made threes in this game. But you also notice he chirped with some of his former teammates. Anytime he would go to the free throw line, he always had a little bit something extra to say with Parker Fox or Braden Carrington. And it felt a little bit sweeter just to see this not go his way. Now, in the end, Minnesota led this thing from start to finish. Every single minute of this game was Minnesota with the leading score. I believe there were two ties for a very brief moment in the first half, but this game was absolutely dominated by Minnesota, and there were good numbers across the board. 
Elijah Hawkins showed he's not only just an assist man, a facilitator, but he put up 24 points on the Buckeyes, seven assists and two steals. Dawson Garcia, 22 points, nine rebounds, two blocks, and then Pharrell Payne, 15 points, four rebounds, one block. Those three have definitely been the core of this Gophers team, and Cam Christie has been entering that as well. He had a struggle of the game today. He had a rough go, one for six shooting and five points, but it was nice to see the fire from Parker Fox, who finally got the minutes that I've been asking and hoping that he would get more time on the court because he is an energizer for this team. He is a spark plug for this team. And it was great to see Ben get him more incorporated. In fact, Ben Johnson ran with a rotation of seven players, and this was by far Ben's best split of work between the bench and the starters, in my opinion. Quality minutes across the board for Braden Carrington, for Parker Fox. I was surprisingly no minutes for Joshua Joseph, who didn't play not one lick of this game. Now, that's one thing I really want to know more of when it comes to this Gophers team and moving forward, closing this year out, because Joshua Joseph is an athletic specimen. The man can get some rebounds. He gets He's on the good side of alley-oops from Elijah Hawkins often, and he has the talent, and he used to be a consistent starter for this Gopher team. So I'm curious what is happening behind the scenes or what is not happening behind the scenes and why his minutes are becoming so few and far between and not even getting any minutes minutes in this game. Regardless, Minnesota racks up a quad two win in this one. Very valuable for their hopes for the tournament. And hopefully it adds to their resume and keeps them in that running for the NCAA tournament. Now we're going to talk about that in a little bit of what they're going to need moving forward. But Minnesota is much improved, which begs the question, did Jameson Battle make the right decision in transferring or did he mess up and he should have stayed here with Minnesota? We're going to dive into that coming up next. First, a quick word from our friends over at eBay Motors because passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your vehicle alive. So eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, LED headlights, and so much more. Whether you're into speed, power, style, or anything outside of that, they've got you covered. Plus, they have over 122 million parts for your vehicle, and you'll always find exactly what you are looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit or your money back. So with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, and you can get all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the dub like Minnesota just did against the Buckeyes. So keep your ride or die live with eBay Motors at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, and the eBay guaranteed fit is for U.S. customers only. All right, Gophers fans, so the Gophers come off a big win against Ohio State. Jamison Battle was back in the barn, and it did not play to his favor. And then it brings to question, did he make the right choice in transferring? Was it the right fit for him out in Ohio State, or was it all about the money? So, yes, Jamison Battle still gets a ton of opportunities with Ohio State. He gets a lot of looks, a lot of shots, a lot of minutes in Columbus. But it has to hurt to see the team that you struggled with with two past years and 
they pass you up. That team that you struggled with that was at the bottom of the barrel in the conference and all that, they pass up the team that you left them for. You left them like an ex-girlfriend and you left them in the dust and all of a sudden they pass you up and they're with a better whole squad, better record and all of that. So the Gophers after today are now eight and seven in the conference. And during battles time as a Gopher, he only had six Big Ten wins in the regular season in two seasons combined. So he had two wins last year and he had four wins the prior or year prior, seven wins if you count the Big Ten tournament win last year against Nebraska. So Minnesota has taken a massive step up with Jamison Battle's departure. Meanwhile, Ohio State has fallen to 5-11 and 11 today and Jamison is officially playing in another weakling Wednesday in the Big Ten tournament. Plus, the coach that he committed to in Ohio State gets fired in the middle of the season, which you don't see too often in college basketball. So he essentially has played a similar role with Ohio State that he did with Minnesota. But many speculate NIL and the cash is why he left for Ohio State. And it sounds like it was a good amount of cash at that. But is that what drew Jameson Battle away to a conference rival? If so, was it the right decision? That's the biggest question. He's essentially playing a similar role to what he saw with Minnesota, yet on another team that is struggling. Now, it isn't all bad because Ohio State will always have some extra eyes when it comes to getting looks for maybe uh, extra scouts or things like that. But at the same time, his three-point percentage has been the best of his entire career. So he has had some positives out there in Ohio State, but it can't feel great. On top of what wasn't a graceful return for Jameson Battle here in Minnesota after his trash talk, his stare down, and the tension that seems to be there between his former coach and him. So he got booed like crazy in this game. F you battle cheers, battle sucks chance the whole entire game. Every time he touched the ball, he was booed. And you know what? You can't even blame the fans for it because that's what happens when you leave to an interconference opponent. The only thing that maybe could have been worse would have been to leave for Wisconsin or Iowa. But all in all, it probably wasn't the right move for Jamison, if you ask me. But the real question is, was it right the right move for the Gophers? Did the Gophers end up better off with Jamison Battle leaving? Because would Battle fit on this current roster? The way Battle played with us last year especially, but over the course of the last two years, it wouldn't have meshed with this team. It didn't seem like Garcia and Battle's games meshed together like we had all wanted. And then on top of that, Jamison Battle had went into ISO mode quite often here in Minnesota, where he was dribbling a little bit too much. He was trying to take mid-range pull-ups all the time, and that would not work on this team. So what's crazy is that Battle didn't really want to be a three-point or a spot-up shooter here in Minnesota. He wanted to have more say in the offense. He wanted to have more iso looks in the offense. But then when he goes to Ohio State, he actually has a lot more spot-up threes. And three-point shooting has been his bread and butter. So if he would have played that Ohio State role here in Minnesota, he could have had a very nice uh, ending to his career here in Minnesota, but also a nice fit to this roster because he is a bigger wing that this team doesn't have. Cam Christie is a nice wing as well, but he is a little bit smaller in stature when it comes to uh, body mass and whatnot. So maybe Jamison Battle could create more mismatches, but it's all hypotheticals at this point. In the end, 
we don't know if that's the battle we would have gotten. And if we would have gotten the old battle that we had with the Gophers, this team would not mesh as well as what we have been seeing. So if the selfless battle who could spot up with this was on this Gophers roster, then yes, it would have been a positive and a bonus. And maybe the Gophers win a couple of those games that they should have won in the close ones against Michigan State on the road or against Wisconsin or maybe even the Purdue game. But if we would have gotten the same old battle that we had the last two years that was more selfish at times, then it wouldn't have been a good match and there likely would have been tension. So in the end, Jamison Battle likely made the wrong choice, but for the Gophers, it probably worked out for the best. And that's all you can ask for when it comes to this. Now, I see a lot of comments out there. Battle realized he made a mistake. Great win. He certainly did make a mistake. You know, I agree 100% wholeheartedly. But in the end, I think it's going to be great for the Gophers. And hopefully they can keep this run going. They're going to need it to keep going if they want any shot at the NCAA tournament. Those hopes are still alive. It is not. The fire is still burning bright. There are still opportunities. But these next two games are pertinent for the Gophers. And they have five games remaining. Three of them are quad one opportunities. We're going to dive into what it would take for the Gophers to make the NCAA tournament. That's what we're going to get into coming up next. First, I want to give you a quick word of our friends over at FanDuel because you can get buckets with your first bet at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. So that's $150 straight to your account if your first bet wins. Now, if you would have bet on the Gophers to beat Ohio State here at home, you would have got that $5 winning bet and gotten your $150 in bonus bets. But in the NBA, the playoffs are heating up here and they'll be here before you know it. The best stretch of NBA basketball is coming up and you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA and official partner of Locked On. All right, Gophers fans, we are going to wrap up this quick live show immediately after the Gophers beating the Ohio State Buckeyes 88 to 79. So what's next? How do the Gophers get to the tournament? We've got back-to-back wins now versus Rutgers and Ohio State. And next on the docket is a quad one matchup against Nebraska on the road. Now, if you don't remember, we played Nebraska earlier this season. We did end up with the victory here in Dinkytown, but They are a tough team, and they were up at 17 at the halftime. Now, Minnesota stormed back, and they found a way to get it done, and the crowd, the crowd really fired up that win. They gave the team energy, motivation, and the swagger to come back against all odds, but the crowd is not going to be on the gopher side when they travel to uh, Nebraska. So overall, what they have to do is they have to start out hot from the the jump, and they have to play a complete game. Now, today showed that the Gophers can play a complete game. This was the first game I really got the feeling that the Gophers played great basketball from start to finish. Now, yes, Ohio State came back a little bit in that first half, but it wasn't. there was never a point in this game where I was like, ooh, I'm not feeling comfortable, or ooh, this is starting to look bad, or oh, they went on a cold streak. I think there was the longest scoring drought for the Gophers was like three and a half minutes. I will take that. So if the Gophers can continue to put it together, they can continue to play complimentary basketball. It seems like players are peaking at the right time. Elijah Hawkins just had his best scoring effort as a Gopher, and every shot he takes, it just 
feels like it's bound to go in. It's meant to go in. On top of that, Dawson Garcia is getting more and more aggressive in finding his shots on the interior. And then his swagger on the outside is opening it up. So he's knocking down one or two three-pointers consistently per game as well. Those two players seem to be playing their best basketball so far this season. Now, if Cam Christie can step back up into his hot streak, this is his first cold game, first game under double digits in his past like six outings. If he can get back into the scoring front and then you get more minutes for the guys like Parker Fox that we saw today who brings so much life to this team. Parker Fox is probably going to be a major key player for the Gophers when they go to Nebraska and Illinois because Parker Fox is the type of player that can give your team life, motivation, energy when the crowd can't do it. He's the type of player that gets a block and fires your guys up. He gets an alley-oop dunk and gets your guys going crazy. Who cocks you up in the quick huddles before a free throw or after a foul to let you know, look, this is our moment. Parker Fox needs minutes consistently. And you saw that today when he gets them, it is impressive and he helps contribute to this team. Now him and Mike Mitchell scoring in spurts, when he can get those spark plugs scoring going, this team is at its best. But Pharrell Payne has been more and more impressive as he's seemingly getting more healthy as well. So if these guys are continue to click like they are, playing team basketball, playing great defense, gritty, not turning the ball over and not getting down in cold streaks, cold slumps of shooting, this team can compete with any team in the Big Ten, and that is a dangerous thing because if they get hot at the right time, which is right now, they can have a chance to get to the NCAA tournament. Now, what do they need to make it happen? Well, the Gophers' resume right now in quad one and quad two wins is currently seven and eight. Seven and eight, almost 500 in quad one and quad two wins, and those are your resume-building type games. Now, the quad one losses we have is against Purdue, against Wisconsin, at Michigan State, all of those games were tight and the Gophers fought. Now you have three more quad one opponents coming up on your schedule, all road games against Nebraska, against Illinois, and then against Northwestern to close out the year. If you can win two of those three games and then you put yourself into the category to finish 10 and eight in quad one and quad two games, that's two games above 500. And that would definitely play into the Gophers favor. On top of that, you really want the Illinois game because the Illinois game is going to be your last attempt in the regular season to get a ranked win against an opponent. So hopefully they can make that happen. They played Wisconsin tight, but they couldn't pull it off. They played Purdue well, but they couldn't pull it off. If they can pull off the Illinois game and get one third of the ranked opponent games where you got a win that will help their case on top of having an above 500 record with your quad one and quad two games, and then you don't lose the games you're supposed to win. Now, Gophers have been really good at winning quad three and quad four games. They are 10 in one right now when it comes to those. So the games they're supposed to win, they have put away. The only one they haven't was the Missouri game, the third game of the season where they had a 20-point lead in the second half, and they ended up blowing it, but they lost in the final eight seconds. That's the only loss that isn't acceptable so far on this season. So if you can put away two of those three quad one games, and then make sure you beat Penn State, I think you're going to be doing all right. I think you're going to be sitting pretty as far as a tournament resume goes. And then everything after that is bonus. If you get into the Big Ten tournament and you win a game or two and you keep going from there, plus you have those two or three quad one wins to close out the season, you will have a case. You will have some opportunities. And the Gophers can really get the media's attention if they win these next two games, both of them quad one matchups. First at Nebraska, like we said, and then you go on the road to Illinois. If you win both of those games, you have a four-game win streak going. You're getting hot at the right time, and then you get to come back home for two games. That's 
how you start to spark things up, get media's attention, get into those bubble lists, and all of a sudden people are calling your name like Minnesota is the real deal and they're ready to get into the tournament. Now, if the team plays like they did today, like they did against Rutgers for the most part, like they did in large spurts versus Purdue, if they play that way, they can win every game left on their schedule. Now, when will they? That is a big question. But if they can get these next two in a row, if they can get that fire going and get on a four-game win streak, I don't know if they will drop another one. That is how confident I am in the way they're playing, the defense they're playing with. But again, it comes down to their starters playing consistently and getting some bench minutes in there. You can't wear your guys down. So hopefully Ben can keep this bench rotation going and maybe find opportunities to rotate Joshua Joseph in there, get one more guy in the mix. But overall, the Gophers are doing well. They come up with a big win against Ohio State. It was good to see Battle have to go back to Columbus with a loss to his old team that is improving without him. And the Gophers are on the rise. I love what I'm seeing from Coach Ben Johnson and crew. And that's what's going to do it for us today on this live after game show. I hope you you enjoyed this. I hope you are enjoying Gophers basketball, but it's just getting down to the wire. It's just getting good. And be sure to cheer on your Gophers as they take on their next two road games, which are going to be massive. That's going to do it for us here. This is Kane Rob signing off. I appreciate you listening. Be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube so you don't miss any future updates or Gophers daily content. And tomorrow on the show, we're actually going to talk about the NCAA football game and who would be the highest rated gophers in my opinion we're going to dive into that tomorrow so i hope to see you then row the boats got you my go gophers and as always don't forget to subscribe